answers. Let's find out what God's Word says about gaining wisdom. Hello, and welcome to Love and Encouragement to Live By. I'm Tammy Thompson, a Christian author under the pen name of T.S. Thompson, and you can learn all about my books by visiting my website at ts-thompson.com. And I'm Joe Heather Dodson, your Christian coach, helping you discover what God has next for your work, your ministry, and your life. Learn more about my coaching services at yourchristiancoach.net. Thanks for joining in today for your weekly dose of love and encouragement as we talk about Proverbs 123 to help deepen your Christian living. Well, sometimes I feel like hearing the answers God has for me seems difficult. I've described it before here on the podcast. And I sort of have this feeling of walking through a fog. And you know what? I mean, that really irritates me because I know that God promises to provide wisdom to me. I talk about this a lot with people. I say, hey, you ask God for wisdom, he will grant it because his word tells us that again and again. Proverbs chapter 1 paints a picture of wisdom. It shows wisdom crying out in the streets. So when I really look at this picture, which I haven't looked at it this way before, when I really look at this, it shows me that wisdom isn't hard to come by. She is standing in the street shouting. (laughs) Golly. But why is it sometimes hard to distinguish her voice? Well, I think it's because her voice is being drowned out by all the other noisy, worldly voices calling out around me. They're distracting me. So Proverbs 123 says, come here and listen to me. I'll pour out the spirit of wisdom upon you and make you wise. So today, Tammy and I are going to talk about how we can push back the fog and the distraction and rest in knowing that God is pouring out his spirit of wisdom on those of us whose hearts are ready to hear it. Tammy, Mm -hmm. what are you thinking as we get started? Amen. I do think about the parables with Jesus, how he would tell the disciples how they couldn't understand him, but the disciples could, Mm -hmm. you know, makes me think about what came to mind when you were thinking about having your heart ready to be able to receive, you know, so I look at these verses, you know, I was looking at this when Jehovah gave me this verse, I was studying it, you know, and I looked at it in two different versions. And then, um, you know, I went back and and actually I I just, I went back and read the whole thing. Yeah. Like I needed to have, I, 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 I got to grasp this a little bit better. We talked about this in other episodes. So I, I read the bunch of verses leading up to it. And then I read all the verses that kind of followed it for the whole first, first one. Yeah. So here's my initial take. I'm going to give you my initial take as we talk about the intro of this, this verse. Um, and then we're going to dive in deeper. That's what we do. So I looked at the NIV, which says repent and rebuke. And then I will pour my thoughts to you, my thoughts to you and make known to you my teachings and then the king james version said turn you at my reproof behold i will pour out my spirit unto you and i will make known my words unto you so i looked at this verse not the verses before and i see this as a conditional verse you know god is saying if you do this you repent and turn from your ways you know god's going to do his part mm-hmm. you know which is he's going to pour his spirit so, so what? So that you can understand his word and his teaching. We know it's conditional because if you read the following verses, 
on what God says, I'll read them to you. I'm going to read you. I'm not going to read all of them. I'm just going to read you 24 and 25. It says, but since you refuse to listen when I call, to hear about calling, I call and no one pays attention. Then I will stretch out my hand since you disregard all my advice and do not accept my rebuke. And then it goes on to say how God's going to treat them. Mm. Right? It's not good. It's, <laughs> it's not <laughs> It's not good. Yeah. That's why I said you go. You got to read the whole thing and take this whole yeah. thing. So if you go back and read your passages, you're going to know this is conditional because God's saying, "You do this, and I'm going to do this." But if you don't, right. <laughs> these are the consequences. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So stay with us. We're going to dive into this a little bit more. But first, if you're enjoying this podcast, please share. Please share this. You can sign up for our weekend news better, but share it with other people. And don't forget to like, share, follow, and subscribe. Absolutely. Thank you, Tammy. So. Tammy's mentioned this before. We look at the verse and we break it into to chunks so that we can look at it a little more deeply. So I want to look at the first part of the verse. And earlier I read the Living Bible Translation. And so now I'm going to, you know, and Tammy's already mentioned several others. Uh, I love to study the New American Standard Bible. That was a version I was introduced to gosh, I think it's been 20 years ago when I started doing preset Bible studies. And so we use that version. So I read that a lot. Um, That's one of my favorites. So here it is, Proverbs 123, New American Standard Bible. It reads, turn at my rebuke. Behold, I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. Very similar to what the other versions Tammy read. So, you know, by reading this translation and some of the others that Tammy already mentioned, you know, I can glean that the first step, as Tammy said, toward hearing wisdom is to pay attention to wisdom's warning. So Tammy mentioned some of the other Bible versions. They used words like repent at my rebuke, listen to my strong words, turn at my reproof. All of these translations are really telling us to pay attention. Hello, pay attention. And turn back. And what are we turning back from? Well, we're turning back from listening to sinful people who are enticing us to sin with them. Right? Isn't that all of life? Just like when you're in middle school and they're saying to be a cool kid, you got to break the rules. Don't you want to be with us? I mean, that it doesn't matter if you're in middle school or high school or you're a senior adult. Isn't that what happens? The voices are saying, come over here, do this thing. So, you know, this is written about by Solomon in Proverbs, you know, 1, 10 through 19, because Sammy said she went back and looked at the whole thing. So he's talking about that. He's talking about, you know, the sinners enticing you, because that's what the world is calling us to do today, is calling us to turn our back on God and turn our back on godly wisdom. But I can tell you this right now, that is not an exchange that you want to make. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Man, and you know, this is the thing you could say, well, that was a, that when they read the Bible, that was part of the past. No, this still applies today. It does. People need this passage today, I think, more than ever, Joe Heather, mm-hmm. you know, because the world's getting really dark. It I is. mean, I, the, the, the rapid pace in which it gets mm-hmm. darker, it, it just, it's mind-blowing. It really it is. is. I just, I feel like when I was growing up, things were just kind of slowly, just, you know, you go mm-hmm. through coast and there'll be some bad stuff and you coast and, and it just seems like it's like a snowball going down a hill. It just can't stop, it can't. you know, yeah. and 
It needs to stop. Yeah, we need the Christian people out there with the light shining like a little mm-hmm. torpedo on their little <laughs> Wake up, yeah. see the light. Yeah. You know, turn your back. We need to be the ones out there shouting, right? Repent, mm-hmm. repent. Come back to your ways. Mm-hmm. Because these are people out there in the world today. They're not just turning their backs. They got their fist raised up mm-hmm. at the Lord in anger towards him. They just don't understand his ways. Why? Why don't they understand his ways? Because they're blinded to his word. And his teachings. Because that's what this verse is talking about. They're blinded. They can't see it. They don't understand God. They don't get his word. They don't understand his teaching. Mm-hmm. It doesn't line up with their sinful way they desires of their hearts that they want to live. But if they repent and turn to God, that's what mm-hmm. this is talking about, which we're going to discuss next, is God's going to make his ways clear to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot in what you just said. I actually had this experience recently. There was a restaurant I hadn't been in about three or four years because of COVID and the like and different things. And it was a place I used to love to go. And so we went there recently. And again, you know, I had this picture in my mind of the atmosphere. And when we walked in and sat down, I literally could feel the darkness in the room. And it wasn't about the restaurant. It was about the people in the restaurant. Not the workers, not, you know, it was just in this, in this essence of darkness. And it's interesting, I mentioned it to my husband after we left, and he sensed it as well. This rapid degrade and that we kind of picked up in this moment in time and plopped back down, you know, three or four years later, and we could sense it in the environment. So, you know, we're saying, hey, watch out, repent, listen to my words, okay? So now we're going to look at the second part of the verse, and that's where it says, you know, I'll pour out the spirit of wisdom upon you and make you wise. So, you know, we want to look at the word wise, and some places you might see it meaning knowledge, right? godly knowledge this isn't book knowledge this is the spirit of the wisdom of god the knowledge of god so if we back up in the chapter and we look at proverbs 1 7 it says that the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge okay and so you you know hearing that word fear might put you off okay because you're going fear the lord i'm supposed to be afraid of him but if you look at the hebrew and really study this verse you see that fearing the lord means full reverence of him all of him submission to him and you know it kind of makes me think of a story from my life that might help illustrate it for you and you think fear of the lord I could apply it to when I was a certain age, I had fear of my parents and it was fear of not disappointing them. It was like I wanted to not disappoint them. That was such a big deal for me. And so, you know, I could apply that layer to God. Do I want to disappoint him? No. Am I afraid to disappoint him? Well, other scripture, you know, uh, 2 Timothy 1, 7, God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and a love and a sound mind. So when we look at that word fear, we have to make sure we know what is it meaning. So it's meaning full reverence, all submission to to his supremacy, to his holiness, you know, this this it's almost I can't put it into words what it means. And that's the beginning of knowledge. So it's proper to see God as as your creator, as your redeemer. 
Because if you see him that way, you know, I believe you naturally don't want to displease or disobey him. It's the relational part, right? It's that relationship part. Um, So the search for wisdom begins when we are seeking the Lord as our source of all wisdom. It all begins and ends in him. So the starting point for us in the search, you know, begins when we, we've already said, you turn our life around, we repent. Now, when we've done that and we've accepted or received the full gift of salvation through Jesus Christ, you know, we don't have to plead with God, please reveal yourself to me and reveal your wisdom to me because look at other scripture. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, you shall seek God and you shall find God when you search for him with all your heart. So we talk about this again and again on the podcast. The beginning of knowledge in the search for wisdom involves not just your head, but your heart. Mm. There's so much there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I tell God a lot of times, sometimes when I know when I get like weary, I'm like, God, I just don't want to let you down. I don't yeah. want to disappoint you. You know, I had the same thing with my dad growing up, my stepfather. Mm. I used to keep my room perfect when he would have his business associates over. He'd say, i got to show you my daughter's room, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I was, I was just maybe beam with pride. You know, Aww. I was just like, oh, my dad's proud of me. You know, I wanted to please him so much. And now I don't please my heavenly father. I don't want to disappoint mm. him. You know, we screw up sometimes. We make mistakes. We don't hit mm-hmm. the mark every time, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't want to disappoint him. And that should be, that should be a part of, of you, that you don't want to disappoint him. You know, wow. So, so the part that, you know, we're talking now is, is I want to focus on the, on, on what, you know, God's part is on this when you repent and turn to God. Because remember, we talked about first with God saying, repent, repent, you know, mm-hmm. you know, turn, turn, shouting at you. And so this is the part here where we're referring to God's part of the deal. Um, because when it's conditional, he's, you know, he's asking you. If you would do this, then this is what I'm promising to do. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by his his part. But he's going to deliver on his word. God, God doesn't lie, right? He comes through in his part. So when you repent and stuff, you turn from God. So this is not, I don't think there's like an open-ended wisdom. Like we're talking about book knowledge and that kind of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Like when you're smart, old, and wise. It's not that kind of wisdom. Because it's very yeah. clear on the type of wisdom here that God will pour out to you, right? And I'm going to read you the second half of this just to kind of refresh what it is so the NIV says then I will pour out my thoughts to you I will make known to you my teachings and behold and the King James says behold I will pour out my spirit unto you and I will make known my words unto mm-hmm. you so it is the wisdom of his teachings and the wisdoms of his word you know that is why this this is what God promises to pour out to you think about receiving that the wisdom mm-hmm. of his word the wisdom of his teaching it, and think about this, the pouring out, it's, it's, it's a reference to an overflowing capacity. Joe has talked about the basin before, this overflowing, and you know, I always think of water when you think about overflowing, it's just, it's overflowing. Mm-hmm. It's, so you want, I want you to take that in, that visual, what God wants, how much he wants to pour, pour out his wisdom and his knowledge to you on his word and his teachings. Mm-hmm. Why? So you can understand Father God and his word, right? He wants to make known to you his teachings and his words because that's the best wisdom that you could ask for. 
It really, really is to know God. Don't you want to know God? I want to know God. Amen. I want to know God's word. Mm-hmm. And I want to understand what he is teaching us mm-hmm. through his word. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to eat you on that. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm going to just pause here for a moment and let you know that today's episode is sponsored by our very own Christian coach, Joe Heather Dotson. She's a coach and a thank you partner for individuals as well as ministry and business leaders. She also hosts her weekly points to ponder videos. Their tips on Christian living. And you can basically find out every, every Tuesday she puts them out on all the social media platforms. So you can pick it up there. You can find out more about Joe Heather at yourchristiancoach.net. That's yourchristiancoach.net. Wow. So let me just recap here before I pass it back to Joe Heather. So I'm thinking, like I already told you, this is something that you need to ponder on. You know, if, especially if you're having a hard time understanding God's word and understanding his teachings. Ask him, is there something in my life that I need to repent? Because it's not like you just do it once you get saved. We can make mistakes. We can do other things. We can be like self-absorbed. Mm. We, can, we could be just too busy for God. And so we're not really getting into his word enough to understand it. There could be lots of reasons, but you ask if you're, ha- if you're struggling because he's make he wants to make it known to you. So if you're struggling with the word and his teachings, ask him, seek out. And if you find, if, if Holy Spirit reveals something, repent over it, mm-hmm. just repent, you know, and continue to seek him because this is you turning to him. That's what this verse is talking. When you turn to him, you know, and when you seek him with, all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, yes. and all your strength, mm-hmm. you will find him. Mm. Amen. Amen. You know, as you were sharing, it made me think, um, you know, in the Old Testament, uh, it, people were trying to live to the letter of the law, right? It was mm-hmm. about law, living under the law. And when Christ came, you know, here we are under the age of grace. And... The Bible talks about, um, God says, I want to turn their hearts of stone, which was law, check in the box, to a heart of flesh to write my will upon it so that our hearts know the Lord. Our hearts long for him. Our hearts seek wisdom from him. Right? It's, you know, if you are looking for answers for big things or small things, you know, the very first step is to fall in love with God. You know, repent, turn back from your sinful ways, all those choices, and don't don't be a victim to them anymore. Guess what? When Christ died on the cross, all of that was already overcome anyway. He's just been waiting for you to receive it. I mean, you know, just get out of that. Just get out of that. Seek God with your whole heart. Because once you do that, we read it today. He's made a promise to you. Once you do that, he will pour out his spirit on you. He will make his words known to you. You don't have to search to the ends of the earth for God's answers. His beautiful wisdom is standing in the streets, calling out to you. What do you need to do to push back the fog, the distractions, the other voices, and hear what wisdom has to say? You know, that's something to think about. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week as we continue to offer you words of encouragement that remind you of God's awesome love. Mm-hmm.